You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? I'm just existing. Well, you're looking good doing it, Mitch. Did you smoke Thanks. inside? No. Why? Looks cloudy. Looks yeah. uh, it's just, it's, I didn't want the fluorescent lighting, so I'm trying this lamp but it's no it looks fine i just thought you might have gone upstairs an hour ago and been like you know what makes you look <laughs> salty yeah yeah well you know what they say jake time makes fools of all of us you know what they say mitch tough sheds are really cheap <laughs> actually they were kind of pricey when we were shopping for them but we got this other shed that was pretty pretty well priced and yeah nice design. Did you need one that was big enough for a Mitch and a dinner table or one big enough to put real shit in? Because Mitch just needs a laptop on a dinner table and then like a <laughs> bong and like a land cord from the house out to the shed. I have that kind of space and room for a lawnmower. Nice. Yeah, pretty decent. Mitch, you could ride a lawnmower. I could be if, like Hank Hill. Yeah, you just put a padlock on it. And if anybody asks anything, you'd be like, that's the Mitch shed. Nobody nobody <laughs> asks any more questions. And they'll think you're killing people and they'll drop it. For the record, I, I drove a van for when I worked at Denver Health once. Okay. And it was a it was a propane tank. Yeah. It, it blew my mind. Uh, it made me think of it because of Hank Hill. And I went to fill, you know, I had to fill it up one day. And, and that was one of the scariest things I had done up until that point. Yeah. Was filling up that propane gas tank. Some um, yellow cab fleets run on it. It's a pretty common fuel. I think Denver Public Schools buses yeah. do or did at the time. It's, it burns really clean. Pretty cheap. It was wild. Yeah. I, I saw and used lots of propane and some propane accessories. Dude, imagine these motherfuckers in Southern California that are pumping hydrogen. It was wild. <laughs> I want to see some real data on shit before I'm pumping hydrogen into a car. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's danger. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, I started shrinking. The light was good lighting, Mitch. It just looked like a little hazy against the wall. I know. It was bothering Okay. I thought you were self-conscious about the haze. <laughs> well, now, now it's bothering me. <laughs> and I thought yeah. shrinking was really good. Ah, you're watching it. The first episode I watched. Yes. And I think, yeah, I just, I just watched the first episode. And it was it was interesting to, to see, you know, you, you got to get the, the bad with the good. You know, if you're going to How does the, the first re- episode end? At least what I remember, he got beat by the the ex-husband yeah i just didn't want to spoil that i couldn't remember if that was the first episode or the second episode. but his other client i forget the name uh beat that dude to a pulp yeah and then got arrested again uh-huh but his daughter kind of connected with him yeah so a, little, was- a little bit yeah it just keeps getting better yeah i liked it uh leave him leave your husband <laughs> Yeah, so I watched you, it because somebody downloaded it. Yeah. Did you see what I was saying, though, about how much more frail Harrison Ford looks in this, even compared to the Indiana Jones teasers? Yeah, he looks... He looks fucking frail. He doesn't look as frail as he did on the stage at the Oscars. No, but that, like that's even more recent. I think this downward slide's been pretty quick. Yeah. Because they yeah. shot Indiana Jones last year and then did CGI, and then they shot this in the like summer, end of summer, and then it went into production, like post-production, and then the Oscars was real recent. I think that motherfucker... Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he hurt himself on Indiana Jones and is, like, just having atrophy. Well, he did on the last one, didn't he? And then he also got hurt on The Force Awakens. That fucking Millennium Falcon real door landed on his leg. Yeah, but I wonder if maybe he re injured that or did something where like he's really just not able to move around for recreation at all anymore because he it's it's a quick loss of muscle mass and body and hair and shit mitch it's it's wow like he, like his face looks different because it's just not it's more jowly it, no that's what i mean like it's the, like the whole thing just kind of like went in so it doesn't look as jolly anymore because he like kind of lost his jawline mm, maybe he had that roger ebert surgery 
God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was bad in 298 ways, which coincidentally is the episode number for today on the Broadcast Geeks. I am one of your hosts, Matt Oren. I'm Jake Becker. I'm Mitch Jones. Midnight Mitch Jones, for those in the know. Exactly. Yeah. He I'm, just, again. I'm just feeling very mild-mannered, very depowered right now. What oh. happened? Oh, just... Oh, it's been a real Charlie Brown ass week. Oh, okay. I well like, like your energy just seems low. So it could have either been that or you could have been like, I had a giant gravy covered dinner. I wish. <laughs> oh man, it's it's you know, I just wonder why I bother getting my expectations up at all. <laughs> Sad face emoji. I know. Lowered expectations. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It kind of leads me into something I did this week, something I did for the pod. Uh My man. I saw Ant-Man. My man. And? Eh. Ah. Were you already in Charlie Brown mode, you sourpuss, when you went and saw this? No, this is what put me in Charlie Brown mode. Maybe. Okay, maybe I was. Uh, okay. But also, I was the only one in the theater, Yeah, and it was a good old-fashioned theater seat. I'm pretty sure I fucking broke it um, <laughs> by squeezing my gigantic ass into the fucking... I'm pretty sure, like, halfway through the movie, I noticed that I the, like, little armrest on my left was broken and i was just like oh fuck did i do that i had a real urkel moment <laughs> i don't know it was just everything about the atmosphere they they didn't even give a shit that i was the only person that bought a ticket so like they didn't clean the theater and then like while it was starting they came in they were like oh sorry 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 and i was like get the fuck out of here let me sit in my film <laughs> oh man well but overall the experience was a little soured, but yeah, what, did, but also, what did you think of at least the implication? Eh, okay. I don't, I don't know, man. It was very disappointing. Uh, I don't like the fucking, this took me out of it. I don't like the fucking helmets going on every two seconds on and off, on and off. They're fucking in the middle of a battle and then there's gotta be a quip. So fucking Paul Red go, Hey, what's up? Like it, it fucking pissed me off, man. I don't like, I think Marvel's in trouble, man. I think you might've been in a bad mood already in the theater. If the helmet thing set you off. No, I just think that this phase, these phases aren't as good as the first three. Uh, the first phase is pretty bad other than Iron Man. Nope, it's the best because it, because of Iron Man. You got two Iron Man movies in that. It's that's why it's the best. I know. I'm saying those two Iron Man movies, even though I don't like the second. Those are the best. The first Thor is. We were in a different mindset. It just isn't as good. Like even when you go back and rewatch it, we're watching it all nostalgicy and like, oh yeah, this is how they sets it up. And there's Coulson and awesome. But well, back was, when there was it was totally one to, back when there weird. was one to three movies. It's one thing, but now we're at thirty something movies. Yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of hard. I. I completely understand what you're yeah. saying, and I don't disagree I'm, with some of your points. I'm worn down. Yes. It's and it fucking pisses me off because I used to live for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and now it makes me not want to live anymore. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But <sighs> DC was on the rise. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know, man. I. I nah, it dude. took a, uh, I don't know what it things? is, man. The fucking the the helmets. No, that's valid. I'm just saying if it like pissed you off in the theater, I think you were Charlie Browning already. But I yeah. don't dis- but I don't disagree with your point. It's but also uh, nothing has compli- consequences anymore. Like Scott stays back to uh, fucking you know save you know stop Kang from getting out, and then it looks like he's gonna die. But then Hope comes through, and then she looks like she's gonna like stay in the quantum realm, and then it closes behind them and they're sad for two seconds and then it's just like boop, 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 boop. oh it's open we everything's fine yeah but they locked him in it at the end of the last one they that, that's also like they couldn't repeat the same ending twice that would have been shittier than Cinderella. Jake, what is it with you and always having valid reasonings for everything that i complain about <laughs> <laughs> no but your point is still completely valid because the mcu it's there are just so many movies. There's nothing really exciting. But I tell you, once they drop um, X-Men or f- uh, a good Fantastic Four, I think our feelings will change because I'm feeling a slight uh, malaise, Marvel also, malaise. Also, Mitch, did they go back to home? What do you mean? Loki didn't. No, do you he's, mean? 
Oh. No, I mean, did Ant Man go home? Did they go? Yeah, did, yeah. Did, did the Langs go home? Are you sure? Oh, what I don't mean, think, I don't think they did, and neither does the writer. Well, they went. They didn't go back to their right dimension. Nope, they're on a new timeline, baby. Just like Loki went back to a different timeline. Did he? Did he defeat the right Kang? Did he defeat the wrong one? Did Scott Lang just become the catalyst for fucking Secret Wars because he did? I'll remember Loki at the end of Loki because I recently watched it with the girls when he came back after she killed mm -hmm. uh, He Who Remains. There was the statue of a different, of, different right, Kang. Of a different. I thought that was supposed to be Kang. And, and no, it's a different. Well, it's a different Kang. It's a different. It is time. a Kang. S same way that all those people in the Council of Kangs at the end are Kangs. This shit Kang. is too but confusing, the, man. The, no, see, this is why you should have watched Doctor Who when I told you to, because you would have been doing mental gymnastics to get ready for this. So, it's too British. So the Kang that Scott defeated was the Kang that was keeping the Council of Kangs down. Uh, no, the the Kang, no, the Kang that they Loki defeated. No, 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 no. The king that Loki defeated was keeping all of that from existing. Now that they exist after Loki's been de defeated, the, the, the he who remains Kang, now right. they're all free, which is what he threatens him with. Wait till you see my variants. Okay. Now, now we go to this Kang that Scott defeats, and that's the Kang that was so dangerous to the other Kangs they wanted to imprison him. So that was probably the Kang whose like end goal was going to turn to he who remained. Now, they didn't... He, now he's gone, so there's no one they fear to regulate them at all. Oh. The Council of Kangs is now free. Right. There, there's no evil in the universe greater than them now. Right, right. So that's why Ramatut and fucking Immortus showed yeah. up at the end. Right. To call all the Council of Kings together to tell them, like, it's it's fucking on now. And because they killed Kang the Conqueror? Yeah. He didn't conquer shit. No, he did. He was already conquering things. That's how. That's why they put him there. He was the dangerous. Uh, he was one. exiled to he, the Michelle Pfeiffer verse. Yes, he was the prisoner. And now oh. Scott defeated the only weapon that existed that scared the council. Scott fucked up. Mm. Yeah, but that guy's not dead. He just went to a different dimension. No, he's dead. He got sucked into the engine or whatever. Yeah, he's dead. I'm gonna say also that since I was the only one in my theater, I got to a little whoa while yeah. i was sitting there and i definitely fell asleep a couple times you you're the most amazing man alive mitch you can sleep with a movie level sound system going what about did you say for the last scene um of course i i i waited i made those oh, teenagers yeah. suffer while i sat there and watched the fucking credits well, which Loki i think and is, morbius yes but remember that uh Mo mobius doesn't remember who mobius. loki is when he comes back none right. of them know him they don't know that variant of loki right because so he's then... in a brand new timeline and scott's in that fucking timeline now see this is exactly what I was afraid of at the beginning of uh, phase four. It's like, this is all way too much shit to keep track of. Mitch, my brain's 40% hash. You can handle this. So wait a minute. Is, <laughs> is, is Kang going to show up in second season of Loki? Dude, there's all new Kangs. The entire Council of Kangs is going to be showing up in everything. It's not a Thanos situation. We're not fearing one. We're fearing right. them all. And then one of them's going to gain power and create the battle world. There's going to be one of them that's weird and wants Battle World, and that's how they get beyond the Beyonder. You know, the Beyonder will be a Kang variant. Oh, oh man, because it's too complicated to explain the Beyonder inside of all of this. So the easy way to do that is to make the Beyonder a Kang, and it makes sense with just the sequence of movies that that's going to have to be a Kang variant that runs Secret Wars. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. It's not I'd... complicated. You're just getting mad because it's the thought. It's you don't want it. I'm getting mad because it's not my favorite thing. Like. Yeah, but this is going to turn into great things. This is what they did in the books. That's part of why I think I'm less upset by it, too, is like, this is why Miles is still around. This is what gave us Miles Morales, was this event. You do this event, and it's how you tie every little piece you want from anything into it and discard the rest. They're going to be able to, it's going to be a basic reboot at the end of all of this, story-wise. Because oh, wow. the universe is going forward with all new characters. So this isn't just like phase four, this is in five, this is the end of the Marvel as we know it the initial MCU but they have to set it up with an event that makes logic sense they just can't have somebody come in and defeat them and this works it worked in the books it's going to work now it works so good in the books they've done it three fucking times why don't they just get Thanos to beat up Kang Thanos might show up a different Thanos might show up to beat the fuck out of Kang there's wow. going to be a lot of Kang's fighting man there's going to be a lot of shit going down that's what 
like this is exciting it's just like you have you have to think about it a little harder than i think we've been trained to with most marvel movies to get excited about i don't know i think it's i've been doing a lot of ruminating and a lot of just like i i was just like fuck man i don't like this direction of the marvel cinematic universe i've become everything i've ever hated i went to a lake i skipped some rocks i fucking you went full master splinter <laughs> skip him stones yes i did <laughs> god damn it when we get married mitch that's gonna be our first dance (laughs) i just i don't know man i feel like it just it's bitten off so much more that can chew and i looked it up and there's been 17 fucking things in two years for 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 phase four and five it's too much things right but they're working through something that was you know a 112 issue event and they're trying to make it to where if they did it the other way and it was less things, every time they introduced these big events, it'd be harder to contextualize and people would be madder about it. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know, man. I still like it, but it's just, it's really hard for me to get into these. Like, I keep getting my hopes up and then just get dashed against the rocks. You got to look at it like comic. I want to look at it like movies. This is just mm. like, this is like issue 11 in a 32 issue run. Like they're, they're putting meat on the story. Well, in a couple of years, I'll pretend like I was just kidding about this on this episode. Yeah. But. Or weeks. <laughs> right. Who knows? Maybe guardians will come out and you'll be like, oh my God, it's the best movie ever. It might. It, it might. Probably not going like, to be, but it, it's going to be rough. It's going to be another one where the, where you're not going to walk out of the theater and be like, like a lot of people Whoa. died fuck this just this movie's just making me think and feel there wasn't a whole lot of hooting and hollering god damn it i guess i just miss tony stark and iron man being the cause of and solution to all the problems in this fucking universe man dude he's he's one movie away from being back in secret wars Simpsons don't, did it. don't worry about it i don't know man all, I mean, it's, it wasn't all like I definitely did laugh. It's, I can't remember what the jokes were, but I definitely did laugh. I missed Louise. I, like the rest of Scott's crew, I don't really care about, but I missed Michael Pena. Yeah, he's cool. funny. Um, the other guy was the the thing with the mouth, the David Desmalchin. Yeah. yeah, the guy that had I have holes. Yeah, yeah that ruled. And they killed laser face yellow beam guy yeah oh well <laughs> but the part i did laugh at was fucking modok at the end where he's yeah. like at least i died an avenger and scott was like <laughs> uh sure sure you did yeah <laughs> that was pretty fucking funny um the cast was great but i don't know man i i guess maybe it was just because i was in a bum and ass mood already that i was like look Cause you know, Matt, as soon as you were like, it was fun. I was just like, Oh no, it sucked. Remember in the group chat? Yeah, I was like, no. Yeah. yeah. So no, it was, it, I thought it was, you guys want to vote me off the podcast? I guess you can. No, I don't want you. Any, <laughs> I want you to move down here. I talk to you about it. Every post episode. I'm like, move here. Uh, I want you in the podcast more. I'm going to just buy a tough shed and live on the, the baseball field down in Trinidad. You can, <laughs> you can buy a camper and live in my backyard. Camper. I just found a sweet, like 23 foot bus Uh-oh. king size bed yeah <laughs> that'd be awesome yeah and you got it, you got comedy does... champ nathan lund two blocks away mm. yeah <laughs> can't be within 500 yards of nathan lund <laughs> he got in trouble for a very specific sex crime no 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 <laughs> it's because i tried to get his championship he put a restraining order on me uh but yeah i I get why you wouldn't. I get why it's nobody's favorite Marvel movie. I get what you're saying about Miss and Louise and all that. It's not really an Ant Man movie, like tonally and shit. It's not a heist comedy. It's, yeah, it's a different movie than the other two Ant Mans completely. Like it's it's a, a totally... it's a Mar- no, it's a Marvel setup movie using Ant Man. Yeah, and and that's all. That's all it was meant to be. Which is oh, which is a little fair sad. enough. I'm I, sure you know. Once I you know I complain about it now, but I'm just like, oh shit, Quantumania is on. I better watch it every time it's on fucking TV. I think I think it's gonna be more important that it was Ant Man that they used because Scott did just fucking he broke shit. It. He just biffed it. Yeah. And that's going to be a yeah. point of contention with other Avengers at some it's gonna point. It's going to come up later. <laughs> it's going to be a problem that Scott was the one that took it upon himself 
without any fucking counselor advice to just do some shit. And like that might be important and it might be better for the story down the line that it's like a funny, likable character that did that rather than a villain or some other character that's less likable. Like if Hawkeye did it, it'd be pretty easy to turn me into a Hawkeye hater, but it's going to be pretty hard to get me to hate Scott Lang. I like that guy a lot. He could do. Yeah. He's the employee of the fucking millennium. Right? Free ice cream. Yeah. 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 I thought it was fun. But honestly, I I feel a little bit of that Marvel malaise. And I think it's because and and despite I haven't seen Shazam too, uh, but despite the reports, I do think that we're gonna see the rise of DCU. And I I, I part of me is thinking that because I just watched that apocalypse war. Yeah. Oh and shit! I also tried to watch that, but I fell asleep. Yeah, I watched it in two parts. You eating turkey all day? Or what's up, Mitch? No, I don't know. Maybe something's wrong with me. No, you're just. Is there like it's like you always fall asleep while watching things that you supposedly like cancer or some shit? I think it's just you're you're stopping motion and as a result losing momentum. Like if you if you watch it while standing and doing something. Then you'll watch it. But if you go well, to rest, you pass out. And I do that sometimes just to pass out because I like that feeling of waking up disoriented. Well, just make sure that a good Pretty movie, high. make sure like Endgame or something's on the TV when you guys take me out and point me at the, make tell me about the rabbits again. <laughs> We're going to do it just as a scene where Tony sacrifices himself. If right? that's the last thing I see, I think I could die happy. <laughs> I've accomplished nothing in my life, but if that's the last thing I see, perfect. Well, you you accomplished having people that would do that for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I'll have a note in my pocket that was like, I didn't want this. They killed me against my will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, it'd be so sad when I had to give your niece all your turtle buddies. Uh, so can't do that. Uh, Apocalypse War was, uh, they're really showing a lot of like extreme deference to John Constantine and his power. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the parts I did see was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he was he was doing some heavy duty shit with his hands there, wasn't he? Yeah. Wait, quick question. Yeah. There's a movie that Apocalypse War is a sequel to, right? Yeah, I think so. Is it yeah, just, just Justice, Justice League, League War? Dark. Dark? Justice League Dark. Do I need to watch that one first? No. You need or to watch. Should it? I? No. You need to watch Apocalypse War before you watch House of Mystery. Yeah, but like. Because it's like the second that the fucking movie ends is when House of Mystery starts. The other one, like, no, you uh, know all the DC characters and you know the Rebirth storylines as well as you need to know them to watch. I don't think I watched Justice League Dark. Yeah, I just watched this. You really don't. Who runs Justice League Dark secretly? Uh, Satana. Batman. Oh, cool. (laughs) Fuck, that was my other guess. But yeah, Zatanna's on the team. It's Zatanna, Constantine, Swamp Thing, the Demon uh it varies but like you're fine you really don't need anything going into apocalypse war as long as you understand flashpoint and you know who the characters are which you do you're great you don't need anything else and that was kind of a weird fucked ending uh for the for that movie which i won't i won't say because mitch hasn't finished it you see what i said that's a beautiful way though yes 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 to end that universe i thought of you when it happened and i said okay okay Like, I, I thought it was a very strong move when it happened. Yeah. I was like, whoa, and it, like, bummed me out deeply. But then I was like, man, that's good fucking writing right there. Like, real quality, good shit. He, I really enjoyed Etrigan. The demon Etrigan was hysterical. He's so good in everything they use him in in that universe. It's insane. Yeah, I've always dug him. Jason Blood. Michael Clark Duncan. Is that who's doing the voice? Um, I don't know. I think it is. Or did that come out before he passed? When did he pass? Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Is it Kevin Michael Richardson? This is going to make me look really bad. Definitely nice having Matt Ryan, though. I like that. Uh, Who are you asking about? The voice of who? Etrigan. Oh, yeah. Ray Chase. Oh, maybe it's somebody else later on. They credited somebody for it. It blew my mind. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who this guy is. He does voices, though. Man, that'd be awesome getting paid to just do voices fuck yeah Mitch, you should do that yeah I, I think about it but then it's just like dude i've destroyed my larynx with smoking and whatnot i don't know if i don't know if there's room for someone to start when they're 35 years old not with that attitude yeah <laughs> good grief <laughs> 
time. That was beautiful. You can do it, Mitch. I yeah, know, I know of at least cool. one stand-up who had his own cartoon where he was a dog, and he didn't start until much older than you. Didn't Ronnie Dangerfield start yeah. late in life? That's who I'm talking about, baby. I love you, Matt. <laughs> yeah, he started way late in life. Uh, I know Matt. that's... I know it was like, yeah, but that was back when people didn't live that long. So it was like, he started at the old age of 24. (laughs) No. I think he was in his 40s. He was in his 40s when he went back after he was done raising his family. Yeah. Huh. You might even say it was rough. It was rough out there. Oh, you know what I think I was thinking of? It's Lou Diamond Phillips plays the Spectre. Oh, Louis Dimes. Yeah. Where do you know him from? What was like your first Lou Diamond Phillips movie? Oh, man. Uh, mm, oh, fuck. What's that Denzel movie? That had to be the first one. That's what I remember him from as a kid, I think. Which one? With Denzel? It was Denzel. Yeah, it had to be. Hold on, let me look. I always think of La Bamba. Oh. I didn't see La Bamba until I think I'd already seen him in a bunch of shit, though. Oh, yeah. but also Young Guns. Young Guns. Young um, Guns. I remember La Bamba, which I guess he did first, it looks like. So, yeah, okay. What the fuck's this movie I'm thinking of? Young Young Guns came later. Courage which, Under Fire. Oh. I remember that title. Because that's when I think I, like, I, that's 1996, so I was like eight or probably nine or ten when I saw it on cable. Stand and Deliver. Oh, I do remember him from Tales from the Crypt. Is Stand and Deliver, How Do I Teach These Kids? Possibly. No, but that was Edward James Olmos also. Yeah, that was uh that was Stand and Deliver, right? That was the Stand and Deliver I didn't see till I was in high school and was Jaime stu- Escalante. And studying Jaime Escalante, yeah. So like that yeah. movie's as old as me and Mitch, but I yeah, saw yeah. it when I was a teen. It was old when I saw it. I liked him in Young Guns, of course, but there was a movie he did, it was called The First Power. And uh I see that. It was good. It was it was uh oh not paranormal but um <laughs> did you see the other name he went by? Which Louis Jem Phipps. Oh uh, no, I didn't. He was credited in some movies as Louis Jem Phipps, and one time as Lou Diamond. Lou Diamond. Oh yeah, Louis Jem Phipps. Demon Wind. <laughs> Demon Wind. Oh my goodness. I wonder what that's about. We gotta check this movie out. This should be a watch along. <laughs> uh, you said Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. With the need to investigate the mysterious death of his grandparents, Corey and his friends assemble back at the old farm where it all began. 60 years earlier that's the whole description interesting got eric larson steven quadros that discount looking uh uh, kevin bacon looking fuck his career pretty much took a a bit of a drop in the 2000s yeah i think at a certain point he started having um he was just going for quantity yeah he's pretty funny search party yeah that's a good movie tv show oh I'm thinking something different. No, the movie's good, too. They're just both called Search Party because people do that shit now. Got it. It's dumb. You, No one should ever name something a project that's also got that name within the last 40 years. Hmm. I mean, that is how I ended up seeing Sean Penn's Bad Boys. So I started to see some stuff about... I see the, the headlines, and I want to click on them, but I know it's not, not worthy enough. But talk about Gal Gadot not necessarily being out. Do we know if that's true or not? I hope it's not true. I hope that bitch well, is you, fired. Go ahead, sorry. I just, I'm done. I just hope she's fired. Have you seen the TV spot that ruins uh, the big twist in Shazam 2? No. no. Well, I guess it's not the big twist, but the big cameo. No, who's the big cameo? Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Uh-oh. Oh, I'm just going to watch the nerdist videos about it tonight before I see the movie. I don't care. You know what? I kind of want to see it because i really like the first shazam when i was expecting not to yeah i want to see it too but i just don't think it's gonna ruin my enjoyment of the film to spoil it yeah i might just spoil it and watch that scene honestly i i, I might see the movie i might take the kids or we might just wait till it's a, you know acquired and watch it i'm not expecting much from it because it's a captain marvel story i mean it's a hokey character the old story you know like the wholesome story and and this and this uh defender whatever he was and they set up a way cooler story at the end of shazam that they're not fucking doing yeah well it's been kind of all over the social media today with uh zachary levi reshared some report that the rock purposely like made it so that they couldn't have crossover between this shazam and black adam because he was more interested in black adam facing superman so the rock personally personally like 
nixed all of these ideas and it basically ended up tanking both franchises black adam and shazam because he was too interested in black adam versus superman yeah but they set up mr mind at the end of the first movie remember right credit scenes mr mind like that would have been a heady dope sci-fi direction to take shazam and now they've got them fighting old witches again right (laughs) but this time the whole family has powers right off the bat yeah but then they all get captured is that what happens yeah Hmm. well this is all based on old books too it's just like they they were about to run into like the shit that made shazam a cool book again and instead they dumbed it down and they're like what about if we did the stuff in sales tank what if those were the stories we went with i don't know it was a very weird choice and i also think they kind of maybe just let it happening no knowing knowing they were about to reset the dc eu and that like shazam appeals to mostly nine-year-old kids mm. and like they're not going to see the quality being not there as long as they're excited the whole time so as long as it's a fun movie, they've kind of done their job. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I uh, I saw an article that said the fire sale of DC's remnants of its past universe is, is kicked off with Shazam because you got Shazam 2, Aquaman 2, and The Flash. And that's everything that's left over from the Snyderverse. Yep. And I'm sure. Sh- the, the fucking Flash is going to make money hand over fist because yeah. of the Batmans. Yeah. And uh, Aquaman 2, I read an article. That, that I didn't read the article. I read the headline that says, <laughs> Aquaman 2, worst DC movie ever. I mean, yeah. Aquaman 1 was up there. I just It just kept going, didn't it? It does. Yeah. You think it's over when he gets the trident. Nope. You, got, you, you think got it's over left. when he fights his brother. You got 30 minutes left. You think it's over when the fucking big war happens? Nope. Nope. You think think it's over when the trench comes up? (laughs) Nope. Nope. Keep going. Yeah. I can't even remember how that movie ends. No, I can't either. It just wasn't good. That movie wasn't bad in any specific way. It just wasn't good. I mean, it was good to the tune of it made a billion dollars. So, yeah, but having Arthur be, uh, Oh, God. Who were they replacing him personality-wise with? I'm drawing a blank. (sighs) Hal. Instead of having Hal, and then they just transposed Hal's identity onto Arthur, it just sucked. What do you mean? Like, he was too cocky or whatever? Yeah. And, like, the writers, like, Snyder and his people talked about, like, yeah, once we lost Hal, we still, like, needed that element of the story, and Arthur was kind of boring, so we just did this. Which is, like, fine in the Justice League shit, but then once it goes into his own movie, it's like, no, this is not Aquaman. This is Aquaman as much as Christian Bale was Batman. Plus, you got all... Technically. Yeah, you know how Batman becomes Batman, then does it for like a week, and then quits? Yeah, and then cries about it, and is never really bruce wayne at all yep sells the batmobile to the police mm-hmm. is that what happens in that movie well yeah, the batmobile remember. lost the wheel remember the batmobile? <laughs> yeah and the joker got away but the, Batmo- <laughs> the batmobile's the cop cars in the third movie remember yeah but that's after bane does your precious armory graciously accepted <laughs> oh yeah so it's not so yeah but still fucking the police are driving batmobiles fuck that movie right but that was only after bane stole everything listen to me i'm a luchador perhaps they're wondering why they would shoot a man before throwing him (laughs) out of a plane this is the most whitewashed anything was in the last 30 years and i walked free it says not to use this penis enhancing spell if you're taking hgh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah it's kind of hard to take bane seriously after you see him fuck a several buildings to the ground Uh, but yeah, speaking of fucking buildings to the ground, yeah, I hope Gal Gadot's out. Yeah, why's that? She's just kind of not a great actress. She looks the part. There was like a couple of times it was okay, but she's like flat and not good. I mean, they had to make all the Themyscirian actresses learn her accent because she's not a good enough actress to learn any other accent. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like she's not talented. She's hot. Those are different things. <laughs> not in movie land baby i mean they could still do elseworld stuff i suppose but i I think that that if they're recasting batman and if they're recasting everybody they should just recast everybody yeah why bring her back and be like oh hello bruce wayne it's so nice to see you again yeah uh (laughs) where's my boyfriend oh how are you back i'm so happy (laughs) 
<laughs> I would actually love it if Wonder Woman just had like a stereotypical Italian accent. Funny. She's like, oh, mama mia. <laughs> I like it to Steve. I fuck it to Steve, even if he is taking over someone else's body. Yeah. Steve, <laughs> Steve, how you come back? I'm so scared. Okay, I okay. Look at the monster. She okay. a leopard lady. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh fuck oh that's why i was worried about her showing up in shazam because billy batson in this clip like clearly has the hots for her and i was like get away from him get away from him gal gadot you've already banged a man who's been t- all right we did it okay i can't even remember what we were talking about Oh, good. I'm glad. Gal Gadot sucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, like, she already banged uh, a dude whose body was taken over by someone else's essence. So what's to stop her from doing a big on Shazam? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? A big. Yeah. We all know what happened in big. I mean, that lady slept with a, a boy child that's in a man's body. How old is Wonder Woman in these stories? Five thousand. So she's no. She's like children every time. Every time she's with anyone, she's fucking a child. Fair enough. Uh, not to say it's okay, but uh, it's a not sustained. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like counselor, your point has been sustained. Yeah, to her, she's like, so this guy's eleven hundred and forty years younger than me, and this guy's eleven hundred and thirty years younger than me, and I don't see the problem. I would agree. She'd be like, Shazam ain't no boy. Billy Batson is. Don't talk to me. <laughs> I like that movie Big. Everybody loves Big. I want I met, piano still. I met the kid who played uh, Josh Baskin as a kid. When you were a kid, you met him? Uh, a guy I went to high school with was friends with him, and he brought him to school one day. Nice. <laughs> I mean, this is high school, right? But it was kind of like show and tell. I want to find out what happened to Danny, and then I want to meet Danny. What about Robert Loja? Yeah. He's great. What was that movie? He was the football coach. Um, Necessary Roughness. I love that movie. It's got Scott Bakula, Sinbad, Kathy Ireland. Hector Elizondo. Yes, sir. It do. Yeah. That's a wonderful movie. Yeah. I know that one. Oh, man. Oh, it's man. great. It's great. It truly is great. The big I, Samoan dude falls in love with Kathy Ireland, and he's yeah. like a total gentleman, and she's like, that's what I like. Nice. She's a kicker. Oh, okay, yeah. Cool. Soccer nice. style kicker. Right. Foot nice. meatballs. I remember that. I, I saw that movie numerous times. It's it's actually a very enjoyable movie. When I look at, I, I don't want to compare the two too much, but that and the replacements are two pseudo football. Well, they are football movies that I really enjoy. Yep, the replacements rules. Placements. Uh, necessary roughness. Yeah. I always liked the program. I didn't see the program. Oh man, it's it's uh James Kahn is in it. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm I'm familiar, I believe, but I I've yeah. never seen it. Scott Kahn's yeah. father. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's <funny>. um. What <laughs> about you. any given Sunday with Al Pacino? That is a movie. I saw. Yeah. Ooh, parts ah. of it. Wow. We're going to go out there. I don't know why. My Pacino is just a ripoff of Frank Caliendo's Pacino. <laughs> Cervical. That's very Inception. Yeah. It's just like how everybody who ever does a Seinfeld impersonation is just mimicking Kevin Pollock's Seinfeld. Or no, Walken. I think he does a Seinfeld too. Or Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried was the one that pioneered the what's the deal with what? <laughs> yeah. To be fair, so did the opening of every one of his episodes. Yeah, but. Gilbert Gottfried was the first person that like did Seinfeld voice. I know, but I, I, yeah, but he was doing an accurate. I think you like more like, uh, 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 like the, like, uh, Dana Carvey's Bush. It's obviously not Bush, but then everybody does that as Bush. Right. Just yeah. like Kevin Pollock's Christopher Walken. Well, mm-hmm. that's also close to accurate, though. Just everybody uh-huh. uses, it uses his accent because it's easier than doing the real thing. But like, mm-hmm. Who does the best impression? There are ones that happen where it's like it's nothing close to reality and it just becomes the set impression. Like bad ones like uh, Bush. Like that's not close to George H.W. at all. Dana Carvey not, was like, I was not going to do it. It was wild. I asked to get, do it again. Yeah, but what was the thing he said about danger? I can't the, remember. A longer like, line where he's like, we have clear impression, impression, danger. Danger. And like, he, he yeah. Like, and like, yeah. Mocking him in ways that didn't make sense. Fucking Will Ferrell's Bush. I hear that voice. And when I see a cl- clip of Bush, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Daryl, what was that guy? Daryl Hammond. He did a really yeah. good Clinton. 
It makes me almost tear up every week when he announces the cast. What do you mean? So he, t- he took over for Don Pardo. He took over for beginning. Don Pardo. And, uh, oh, really? I didn't know that. And Daryl Hammond's had like one of the scariest, worst lives anyone's ever had. Huh. But partially his own fault. A lot of it his own fault. But uh, yeah, I'll make decisions. Terrifying, fucked up life. And he had been writ- written out of everyone's life. And Lauren believed in him and brought him back. It's just awesome. Oh, that's a nice story then. Yeah. He was in Blues Brothers 2000. Mm-hmm. That he was. Famous trash fire. Hey, you know what? I will, to the fucking death, I will defend the soundtrack to Blues Brothers 2000 as good. <laughs> I will, too. You're not wrong. They still had Duck Dunn. You can't fuck up a Duck Dunn track. No. They, yeah. I mean, they had all. They had everybody. Well, a handful of them were already dead. No. I don't think Blue Lou was there, bud. No, he was there. Was He's he? in the movie. Okay. Are you sure yeah. this is not somebody who went by Blue Lou in the movie? No, it's Blue Lou Marini. Okay. Because fucking Duck Dunn didn't die until like 2019. Yeah, he died a couple of years ago. Duck just died. I know Duck's in it. I recognize Duck. I think it's hilarious that he smokes his pipe upside down. It's one of the funniest things anybody's ever done. Yeah. Duck Dunn's in it. Cropper's, Steve Cropper's in it. Yeah. Uh, Willie Too Big Hall. He's in it. Which are famously... Tom Bones. Whose band? What? Who did, uh, who, did, who did they steal the band from? Uh, the CBS Arc, uh, Late Show with David Letterman. They are the MGs of the Booker T and the MGs. Mm, really? Ends. Yeah. Well, shit. I know that Paul Paul Schaefer was originally going to be the keyboardist for the Blues Brothers, but he couldn't get out of his contract with Late Show. Yeah, he was the keyboardist on their early albums and he's right like, and he was the band leader he did all the musical direction even though he could right. be there for all of it yeah that's why they gave him that role in 2000 where he's he plays the the weird french guy at queen Mousset's. yeah ha 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 see the play <laughs> <laughs> um have you guys been watching anything new uh no, just I, yeah go, go ahead nope i was just gonna say i just saw him man I mean, that, that rocks. Bravo. Please, people at home, send Mitch $5 so he knows that he did a good job. Uh, I watched that episode of Shrinking. Yay. Uh, and then I watched uh, that Apocalypse War. Nice. Which is pretty solid, yeah. Hell yeah. I'm just trying to force myself to watch more stuff. You know, I'm giving it my best. We're the best writers are now, so it's as good as reading. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, books, you're on notice. There really there there was some data I was looking at. I wish I could remember where it was saying like it it's more depends on how you watch TV. Same way it depends on how you read. So like if you're watching TV like you'd read a shitty lobby magazine, it's not gonna do anything for you. But if you're watching something that you're involved in and paying attention and absorbing character names and details, it's almost every bit as good for your brain as reading. You just can't be watching CBS sitcoms all the time. That's like highlights for kids. I don't mm-hmm. remember reading an Ant Man book where it was like, and then the helmet came off so he could talk for two seconds, then the helmet went back on. Right. I don't think the Marvel movies are the ones I'm using as a defensive, like, good literature. Right. Well, I know what good literature is, and it's this novelization of the movie Batman Forever. But Righteous Gemstones is, like, good literature. If you read that as a book, it'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> I just want to see them des- describe the uh, scene where all the gemstones are <laughs> slipping around and all that blood. Yeah, that'd be a pretty fun script note to read, too. Just set direction. Slip around in the mud. Jesse, fall over and over again. Uh, I've been watching this. Have you guys ever watched any of the icons unearthed on Viceland? No. It's a really cool, it's a cool docuseries. Um, they've done... I think Star Trek, Star Wars, but they do like deep, deep, like five hour dives in the shit. And right now they're doing Marvel, like the company. Cool. And it's fucking crazy. Like, oh shit. Like I'm a big old Marvel fan and they're like talking about shit that I, I knew a little bit about, but I didn't know the details. Like when Toy Biz took over, I thought that was like a normal business deal. Toy Biz like fucked them. Like the way that they took over, I think is illegal. Huh? Like it's, it's it's crazy. And they really explain the film rights and they tell you what they were getting paid for them. Like I think Marvel made 25 grand selling blade. Jesus dude. Yeah. Like some of the shit in this is like depressing how bad at business Stanley was. Stan's like, I need some more sunglasses. Sell it. 
sell it all and then like the x-men cartoon you know how there's like all those early ones that we got at bk kids vhs's yeah that are, have australian wolverine and shit howdy doll like the story behind that and then how it actually ended up on fox is nuts like it's truly crazy what they pulled off there and it was like a happy fucking accident like it it wasn't on purpose. It's something that occurred to him like while the chaos was happening. But basically the lady who ran their animation department while they were a failing company got the job as the program director at Fox. And her passion project was those X-Men videos with Aussie Wolverine. So the first thing she did when she got a job at Fox was order X-Men, Spider-Man, and Silver Surfer cartoon. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So she just Dude, I want to watch this show. Dude, it's dope. It's really fucking cool. And now I like want to go watch the other series that they've done here let me look up what else they've done well yeah i'm looking at it right now <laughs> season one was all about star wars okay season two is all about the simpsons now i'd have to fucking watch it yeah and it's i'm sure the one on the simpsons if it's as well produced as the one on marvel is like fucking and, interesting and what is this show again it's called icons Unearthed, but the new season's marvel and it's really really good that would be season three jake is it they've only done three well i mean i don't know season one looks like it was the star wars it ran from july 12th to august 16th 2022 season two was the simpsons went ran from october 5th to november 9th 2022 it looks like they're just six episode seasons no they've done they've done fast and furious they've done star wars they've done simpsons uh i wonder why it only when i google it it only comes up with two series or seasons they've done star wars fast and furious marvel simpsons oh shit i see yeah it's because they're in a different, they get their own Google page. Icons on Earth, Fast and Furious is a, considered a different TV series. Same with the Marvel one. Okay. Is that all they've done so far as those four? I thought they did Star Trek 2 for some reason. I don't know, but what is this? What are you watching it on? Uh, Cable. Fuck. Apparently hey. you can watch it all on Philo. What's Cable? <laughs> this cord that runs into your house, it's nuts. Uh um, on what channel? Viceland. Oh, it's probably on Pluto or uh, it looks like it's on Prime. I have Prime. Fuck, I don't have Prime. Mm. It, it's on it, Philo, whatever the fuck that is. The first episode's free on Viceland's website. Sweet. But I don't know how you're going to watch the second or the third episode. The third episode came out tonight. I'm going to um, get dual citizenship on Viceland. There's also a really great show I'm watching <laughs> with uh, Chrissy D, Chris DiStefano. Uh-huh called super maximum retro show oh is that the one where it's basically viral videos that existed before the the you know internet yeah that's that looks super interesting and viral products and like it's not all videos some of it's like them testing out moon shoes from the 90s that they used to advertise on nickelodeon or break your fucking ankles yeah they break them really fast they break the whole mechanism very very quickly but like a lot of things but it's really fun uh good guest great set design uh just really fun stupid show past the time big fan that's cool yeah but icons on earth highly 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 recommended also quantum leap fucks with a vengeance oh yeah uh it's apparently it's going to next week is the last one the second to last one before the season's over yep i know so i started getting caught up i'm like three minutes from finishing the one about the indian restaurant Mm, i should catch up on that i know i say that every episode but have you seen the one with the indian restaurant no i cried twice before we recorded Mm. it's very sad is that the most recent one no okay i got that one which is called family style and then there's SOS, and then there's Ben's song for defense, and then there's that's that's the one that's coming up next. Nope. And then there's Ben interrupted. I have all of these on my DVR right now. Oh shit! Okay. So oh, I, Ben's Ben's song for the defense is the one where he leaps into a lawyer like mid trial. Yeah, and Ben interrupted. I think he's leaping into a teenage girl. Oh shit! Family style. He also leaps into a lady that works in a family restaurant and i don't know what sos is let's see when ben leaps into a naval battleship during war games in 1989 
Ben Song for the defense when Ben leaps into a harried public defender. No year. Ben interrupted when Ben lends in a 1950s psychiatric institution. He must engineer a daring escape for a young woman unjustly committed by her husband. Hmm. It's all over the place, and I love it. <laughs> it's real Doctor who -y. I don't know why I never watched Doctor Who. It's okay. I understand. It's very British, but I feel like everybody British. would be doing better with the Marvel Universe had we practiced. You know, I'm a, I'm a bit of an Anglophile, though, and <laughs> musically, I like British music. Well, if you Although think not, their music the is Beatles. good. You should check out their sci-fi. So I am familiar with some. And the funny thing is, is that you'd think I would be a fan of at least one or the other regarding Dark Shadows and Doctor Who. Because I'm into both of that shit. And I had the opportunity to watch both of those during my formidable years. And I chose not to. Yeah, Dark Shadows is like more campy and like a acquired thing. Doctor Who objectively rips. It's just the best science fiction ever it's so heady yeah. it's the kind of shit where you like watch two of them and then you like you just lay in bed and stare at the ceiling going whoa whoa the implications are nuts like it's mental gymnastics crazy it's bananas and they didn't contradict themselves for 62 years hmm. and then they had to because they initially put a cap on how many times he could regenerate right and they didn't think they were ever going to hit it and they did so now they had to extend the story so it's contradicted itself in that way but science is like, pretty good Science and theory-wise, yeah. it's, all, it's all solid. Isn't there uh, a lot of lost episodes of the um, Doctor Who as well because they got improperly stored after they were put on film? Uh, yes, but a fun thing is improperly stored is a polite way of the BBC saying that they would just tape over them. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's why they had to do that radio special with David Tennant or something, right? Because it was just the, the footage got taped over. Yep, they would tape over footage. They reused tape back in the 60s and 70s because they were broke. So they would record, and that's part of why their shows all look shitty, is that it's probably the fourth pass on that film. <laughs> but they would re-record over the tape, like, you know, like Saturday morning cartoon VHS that you'd use over and over. Got plenty of those lying around. <laughs> I have a fucking one that's full of Batman the Animated Series somewhere. Hell yeah. Ooh, I have that on, oh, do I have that on VHS also? I think I have it on, on DVD. Yeah, but on VHS it has the ad. Yeah. You should convert it. You should find a place that converts video <laughs> to digital. I've been yes. watching Tough Crowd on VHS on YouTube from a very nice man who posted most of Tough Crowd off of VHS rips that he made in the 90s and 2000s. And I don't want to say his username because I don't want it to get shut down because it's the only thing I've been enjoying for the last two weeks. And it's so goddamn good. Nice. I've been thinking about buying this bootleg Beavis and Butthead Blu-ray set that has all the original episodes with all the mu uh, music videos intact, too. Whoa. Yeah. Beavis and Butthead King Turd Edition is what it's called. <laughs> How much does that go for? I think it's, like, relatively affordable. A hundred bucks? Eh, hang on. I got it bookmarked. <laughs> it's okay. I've been looking at getting a Reamer jersey, so. <laughs> Sir Swoosh. That's right, baby. Holy fuck. Beavis and Butthead, complete series, King Turd Blu-ray set, $14.99. Whoa, very affordable. Nobody's Oh, very affordable bootlegs are tight. Yeah. Uh, um, or you I can saw. get it on DVD. Oh, the store has gone missing. That's not good <laughs> when the bootleg store goes missing. <laughs> no, it doesn't sound too good. Somebody's in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yo. Did we talk about, have we recorded since uh, the Oscars last week? We did, didn't we? No. Yeah, we recorded right after them. Right, okay. Did we talk about them? We must have. I was just going to stir the pot a little bit. I don't know if we did. We must have. It's what we do. Yeah, sometimes we run out of time. I don't know if we ever talked about I don't feel like we ever talked about the Oscars. We talked about Brendan Fraser. We talked about... I mean, Jamie I did. Lee. Oh, I did yeah. Feel that we that Jamie Lee how... was a legacy uh, yeah, award. We did. we did. We did. Yep. You're right. I'm a stoner. Everything, and... everywhere, all at once sucks in my book. We did talk about it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I enjoyed it. However, again, Doctor I... Who would have trained you to see those holes. I have holes. It's exactly. not that I don't see the holes. It's just that I like I like that they the way they did it. Yeah, Doctor uh, Who's like sci-fi board games for your mind. Yeah, I did watch one season, the one with uh, Christopher Eggleston. Nice and Piper Rose. No, what was her name? Billy Piper. Billy Piper. Yeah. Yeah. Rose I watched Piper. that season. I really liked it. Yeah, and that's the worst production value. Yeah. 
because it made so much money that the next season's like the first thing the BBC ever put money into, ever. Well, that's good. Yeah. And David Tennant's a motherfucking rock star. Yeah, I like I like him. I love him so much. I just rewatched his top year episode the other day from when he was the doctor. I should God. watch that. He set a record, didn't he? Goddamn right. He was nuts with it, swinging dick. How how long was he? I forget. I think like eight eight inches soft, twelve inches hard. Because uh, 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 uh. he's uh, tougher than the toughies and smarter than the smarties. That's right. How long did he do Doctor Who for? Oh, a long time. At least two or three series, right? Three series, a whole series of specials. They kind of skipped years back then, too. It wasn't an every year thing yet. They kind of started doing it every year with Matt Smith. Mm. He did three series. Three series, but then three specials that were As well as nine specials. Yeah. Whoa. But several of those specials were during series, and then several of them were their own, like, series. I do love being Doctor Who. Yeah, but he's returned for specials as the 10th Doctor, because sometimes the Doctor meets the Doctor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's always fun. weird. Yeah. Did did you guys ever watch... Uh, good omens. We we talked about that when it was. Uh, but oh yeah, yeah. You all was that it. the one? Oh, okay, never mind. I was thinking of the wrong show. That's the one with uh Peter Capaldi and David Tennant, right? That's the one. With or is David. it not Peter? It's not Michael Capaldi. Sheen. Michael Sheen. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah, Michael Sheen and David Tennant. They were great. Yeah, Azra Fallon Crowley. Peter Capaldi is Craig Ferguson's bassist and later Doctor Who. And he was the mad thinker in the Suicide Squad. That is correct. Oh, yeah, that guy. But then when they were young, him and Craig Ferguson were in a pretty successful touring punk band in Europe. That's cool. Huh. You think you know a person. There's pictures of them. They're quite delightful. Good old Craigy Fergs, man. He's out of retirement. What's he doing now? Comedy works. Yeah. Hmm. He's back to stand-up. He retired, like, right before COVID. He did a whole documentary about how he's moving back to Scotland with his whole family, and this was his last tour, and he's retired, and now he's back. Did back he run out of money or something? No, I think he spent time with his kids. Uh, he's so funny as Mr. Wick on the <laughs> Drew Carey show. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's ridiculous how good he is at that. It's ridiculous how good of a host he was of late night. Yeah, he's a funny guy. I don't think there's ever been anybody televised who cared less about keeping their job. <laughs> you know? Like he just really didn't give a fuck how the show went any night. It's just something about those accents. We like, right? We're talking about David Tennant. Now we're talking about. It did crack me up that Tennant's not doing his natural accent on Top Gear. He's doing an English accent. Well, he's Scottish, right? Yeah, yeah, but the doctor's English and or Welsh, and he's doing a he's way Scrooge cleaner. McDuck. Yeah, but he's not doing his Scrooge voice, which is his speaking voice. Right, his normal speaking voice. Yeah, he's doing. Doctor Who while he's doing the interview, which is hilarious to me that at the time they were like, don't don't slip into that Scottish bullshit, you little bastard. You get your ass out there and you fucking clean it up. He's not doing, get back here, Jessica. No, that was very good. Yeah. I feel like you should watch a lot of Doctor Who and figure out how to do his voice even better. Yeah, maybe. I feel like if you started watching Doctor Who and you got through the first season and got to the good production value, you'd have a fucking problem, Mitch. Oh, yeah. I'd come back a couple episodes later and be like, um, I love everything about the TARDIS. It's bigger on the inside. Just like my love for British cinema. Oh, I'd love to hear your opinions on which design for the interior of the TARDIS was your favorite. It changes. Every time the doctor regenerates, the TARDIS regenerates with him. Oh. And why is it a phone booth on the outside? Because the disguise mechanism broke in the 60s when it disguised itself as a police phone booth. Oh, I learned something today. So it's a spaceship that can look like anything to make itself not obvious and wherever it lands because it's a time machine. Is the doctor, uh, he's a, well, he's a time lord. Was that, is he an alien? Yeah, he's a Melmachian. Oh, shit. (laughs) No, uh, yes. He's hanging out with Alf and Roger from American Dad. He's Gallifreyan. What does that mean? He's from the planet of Gallifrey, Mm. where the time lords are from. Far, far away. Well, pretty complicated, but it rhymed rhymed with Gallifrey, which is why. I know, but I want it to be right, too. (laughs) Um, Is it far away in a state of mind? It's far away in time and relative dimension and space, but it's hard to know where it is. Right there. They never go back to it. Oh, they do. Oh, really? Oh, they do. It's crazy. Fucking crazy. Oh, it's crazy. It's so nuts, Mitch. And the master. Oh, God, the master. And the doctor. The legend of the doctor. Like, oh, you'd be so excited to be like, the the doctor. I get it now. He is the doctor. Like, everything that we consider a doctor is because those people have some of his qualities. 
Oh, that's cool. So he's saying the doc. His name is the doctor. It's not Doctor Who, right? Proper. No, his, his name's just Doctor. People call him the Doctor because they speak English. Mister Doctor. He's just yeah. He's just Doctor. And so like the whole concept of doctors and medicine people come from him traveling throughout history. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. It's dope. The show's the coolest. But you just <laughs> like David Tennant's the first one with of the modern Doctor Who's, right? No, Chris Eccleston is, and he sucks. Oh, Malekith. But a lot of people like him. Matt likes him. I have other friends at least. That's all I had. This is no dig on Matt either, because it is all he had, and he likes it. And I liked it too. I liked it enough to keep going. I just the whole time was like, I wish this guy was somebody else. Uh, Women love Chris Eccleston. Like the women fans of Doctor Who love Chris Eccleston, and I don't understand that at all, because he is goofy looking. Because he is Malekith, the accursed. Yeah. Rose Tyler, Bad Wolf. Yeah, I liked her. Dude, did Bad Wolf happen during Eccleston? I don't recall. You'd remember. Bad Wolf is like the first story arc where you go, oh my God, I think the smartest people alive might be writing this. Interesting. I should rewatch it. I wonder if the girls would be into it. It's for their age. Is it? Yeah. It where airs. should I start? At the beginning, beginning? No, with Eccleston. If you start at the beginning, those girls will kill you in your sleep. Yeah, they can go back and watch it at a later time. The early ones are so goddamn boring that even as somebody who is this sycophantic about it, they are unfucking watchable It's All bad. Right. They'd film the whole thing on one soundstage. The only fun thing as an adult about watching the old ones is seeing all the Star Wars costumes. Nah. That's funny. Most of Star Wars space outfits were borrowed from Doctor Who. Really? Yep. Almost all the aliens' outfits, like clothing and spacesuits and shit, was Doctor Who. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that stuff's going to have to get repurposed at that time. Yeah. And the BBC, again, was reusing tape. They needed money. So somebody called up and was like, hey, do you have any space stuff in your wardrobe? And they were like, boy, do we. Bring a truck. (laughs) Also, bring a checkbook. Literally. Yeah. So... Pretty cool stuff. Sweet. I mean, I'm definitely not going back to watch all the ones from the 60s and everything. No, those are rough. Even Tom Baker and the ones in the 80s and the early 90s, it's all not very well paced. You'd have to be like, uh, well, today at the comic book store, (laughs) I saw a new Marvel Age from 1962 with a variant cover that I didn't know existed. Like You'd have to be that level nerd to be able to watch those and be like, yep very good they make star trek before picard look like um die hard mm, hard die hard yeah they, they make it look that exciting like it's really bad <laughs> you're big i motherfucker <laughs> Come i'm glad i'm glad patrick stewart has had a good career yeah man too. and a good life you know like i don't know what my earliest role of his is it's probably dune in the 70s david lynch no, um, uh, yeah, David Lynch, geez. Yep, mine was definitely Star Trek, and I didn't like it because he represented that show. But then X-Men happened, and then I went full crazy. It's probably, he was wonderful as Picard, but it's hard to beat Professor X. Logan. Logan. Uh, Logan. She's like you, Logan, more than you could ever mad- imagine. Dan. <laughs> Smith. <laughs> Smith. Hello, Francine. And we have a machine that turns water into cocaine. I'll just hold on to this one. Don't mind me. I'm just stimulating my nipples. <laughs> the things they get sir patrick stewart to say on american dad is just like (laughs) the fuck dude's a classically trained actor i'd pay ten dollars a month to see the footage of him reading them in the sound booth unedited he probably Mm -hmm. has a huge smile on his face because he thinks it's hysterical there's no way that he's getting through it on the first take a lot of the time i'm sure he's reading it just like yes stan after we get the hook, oh, fuck, hold on. <laughs> yeah, that would be <laughs> wonderful. What is this? Hookers. Cocaine. I was in fucking Shakespeare. <laughs> yes, oh. Smith, I like big butts, and I cannot lie. Yeah, coming in in his pajamas. <laughs> I don't know why, but when you said Patrick Stewart in his pajamas, I just immediately went thought of him as Scrooge. My buddy lived next door to him in Manhattan and like saw him all the time. Oh my gosh. And uh, apparently he's the shit, but would leave the house in his pajama pants like on the reg. Good for him. Yeah. Hey man, he, he has next generation money. He doesn't need to wear real pants. <laughs> yeah, he said he's seen him in a wife beater, pajama pants with a blazer coat on, leaving the house dozens of times. Now he's got uh, Picard money now. 
Oh, yeah. he, got, he got fuck you money for sure. He drove uh, Paul McCartney's Austin Martin and undeniably Paul McCartney's because it's before the supposed death. Mm. You're talking about the theory that the Beatles killed Paul McCartney and feasted on his brains for sustenance and then replaced him with the lookalike. No, just that he died in that car crash. And I don't know that I believe the conspiracy theory, but if you look at pictures of the car crash... um, It'd be wild if he lived, hmm. but I, I personally feel like he probably did. But one of the most horrific car crashes you'll ever fucking see. I kind of want to look it up, but I also don't. Do you think there was a Paul McCartney switcheroo? I mean, they had just held a contest for a lookalike and the guy was identical. And then after they started experimenting with putting backwards lyrics in their songs, uh, John put in Paul's dead. Yeah. And the barefoot. Across yeah, but, Abbey Road, I, I'm I'm familiar with some of the stories. So I don't know. It could, it could be real. I could see why back then you wouldn't want to derail the fastest moving money machine on the fucking planet. But I mean, it's more than just lookalike. It's it'd know. be the it'd be the luckiest replacement in time because the cocksucker ended up being just as talented. Right. Like you know, how would the imposter go on to do Wing and all True. of the all of the other career Paul McCartney's had and performances he's put on like if it is a replacement it's the greatest uh job performance anybody's ever done in any any capacity ever that dude playing Paul McCartney if it gets revealed when he died <laughs> that guy was the other dude Holy oh that shit, Paul McCartney get... was actually just Andy Kaufman Harold whatever his <laughs> name is yeah then that guy should posthumously get every Oscar available <laughs> I just want to see the Paul McCartney version of Tony Clifton <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> he's all man hey joe just looks like frankenstein's monster with scars everywhere for being put back together like humpty dumpty nah, 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 nah. <laughs> uh well uh, is it about that time fellas it's about that time where should people get a hold of us if they want to talk to us mitch well yes. tell us your opinions on things was paul mccartney killed and then replaced will scott lang be uh, the linchpin of the entire marvel cinematic universe going forward what do you think about theater seats did i break that one (laughs) (laughs) you've been in theater one in the century boulder in section k8 yes is that the big white one no that's not the giant white theater on the edge of town no Okay. It's in the center of it. But uh, if you're in if you're in theater one, if you're in auditorium one and you're in either seat K eight or K nine, sorry about the the fucking armrest. Um, but also you can write to us at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. You can find our Facebook page. You can find us on Twitter at Broadcast Geeks. You can find us on Instagram, broadcast underscore geeks, Reddit, r slash broadcast geeks, or you can like, share, and subscribe and rate us on wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and uh Infinity and Beyond. Yeah. But uh we'll come back again next week. Hopefully I'll have a better attitude towards the Marvel Cinematic Universe next week. <laughs> And uh, until then, excelsior. excelsior.